really all through primary school and secondary school, I went to school with like black people, just black people. And I played rec ball with like just black people. But going out to Kansas in like 2010 was really like the first time I ever really got integrated, integrated with white people. So that was like a big culture shock for me. But it was just really like a four year case study. And like I just found so many differences between us and black us and white people. And this brings me to my next point. Like, you know, white people, they be on their first name basis with their folks. Black people ain't like that. You know, white people tend to sack tap. Black people don't do that shit. White people, you can entice them with cheese. That shit don't work on black people. And like this week over like the course of like, you know, about six days, I noticed the biggest difference. Them boy be flexing with the cops. I've never in my life seen people at a traffic stop getting into it with them laws. And I noticed that goddamn three times, maybe not, maybe four times in the past of six days with our white brother. And that shit crazy. <laughs> and whoa, welcome to the Best Friend Weekend Podcast. It's your man, Aldo Nice. Wow. It's your boy Los, aka CAP. On one time, this podcast is brought to you by Rye Schmoove, the uh, master. Uh huh, with the master. He, he's, he's absent today. He out there in Louisiana, man. We're going to hold him down and represent for Probably him. in Sugartown somewhere. Yeah, definitely uh, having uh, lunch with Echo. <laughs> I don't know if you're having lunch with Echo. <laughs> but it wouldn't be like the most surprising thing I've ever heard. Rumble, let's let's go back to Rumble, as always. Um, first, My first thoughts are. It took him till he was 18 to be integrated with white folks. <laughs> this is true. He went to Immaculate Art. He went to Northside. He went to black schools. Yeah. I mean, mine was reversed. I went to all, well, most of the white schools, elementary and middle. And then I was integrated to black people. My uh, high school went to Booger T. Washington. Shout out to the nigger schools everywhere around the world. No, nigger schools had a nigger schools had a had a hell of a week this week, and uh, nigger schools be having stuff going on. Um, Always, I was definitely the same way. Um, elementary and middle, I mean, elementary and like right up and then I was at I was at predominantly white schools, yeah. and then um, Raj talked about that last week. Him the same thing, and then he kind of went to high school. Me, I started like seventh grade. I went to Bell Place. Yeah, but then yeah. So mama try. Mama always told me you gotta get the fundamental, get that that foundation. That kind of makes sense. Then they had you, a lady. Then, then you can go over there with your people. They had a lady who um, I met at Conoco Phillips last week, and she was just running it, talking about where should she send her son. Her son is a little boy who's like probably like like eight, mm-hmm. and I was like. I, she was asking me what type of school. I was like, man, honestly, I sent him to some kind of Catholic school, some mm-hmm. kind of private school. I hear a little boy. You got, but you got to be careful in private schools. Sometimes they had they had them, them uh, curriculums where the kids can just get up and do what they want, mm-hmm. and like the Montessori style type thing. You got to be careful. So you got to go in there and really kind of know what kind of curriculum. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely. Looking for. And I think if you're not an educator, you'll go into school thinking, paying you paying all this money. I know I got a friend, real close friend. You know, uh, end up doing that, and um, you know, find out these kids weren't learning shit. You know what I'm saying? So he ended up coming to bite him in his ass, paying all that money. I got to do a little research on it because she hit me up like today talking about um, she wanted to do lunch mm-hmm. to talk about where she wanted to send her son and she wanted mm-hmm. me to give her some advice where on it. Where does she live? You know where she live? Uh, I think in the in the Katy area. But I ain't tripping. I'm going to get that free yeah. lunch. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I'm, I'm going to get that free lunch. Yeah, and go nice tell him, Yeah. And go tell him, yes, your son should go, go um, here. Could yeah. go here. If you look at the ratings of this. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? This is Xavier, right? Shout out, Xavier. You know, all that good mm-hmm. stuff. Another thing, uh, Rumble said he's something about Kansas. And that's when he went out there. Um, FYI, Lawrence um, can't go back to Kansas no more. That's just a real thing. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I, I, I think that whole first name basis with your, with your, uh, with your folks, I ain't gonna lie. I, I I've been calling my mama by her first. I've been Sandra's role since a, since a very young age. I've been calling Sandra Sandra since I was like in the probably the seventh grade. Oh, you one of them niggas? Nah, mama get pissed off right now. I'm thirty six years old. I say Shirley, she on fire. <laughs> yeah, to this day, um, do not play that. My mama allows me to call her on the first name basis, so I am not I'm not tripping with that. You want to be white, or you want to be white though. I mean, always. <laughs> the, um, the, but the biggest point he was talking about is that white folks be flexing with them cops. Okay. Uh, it make, brings me to um, a thought about Dave Chappelle's skit. You remember mm-hmm. that? When he was riding with Chip. Yeah. <laughs> he riding in the car with Chip. The laws pulled him over. And, and came on his side. And Chip was like, officer, 
I didn't know I couldn't do that. Yeah. And he was like, I didn't, is that all you have to say? I didn't know I couldn't yeah. do that. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I, I definitely will second rumble that I have seen mm-hmm. folks of a paler yeah. shade of white yes. than me yes. um, who have got buck wild with them laws. Yes. Like Baker Mayfield was running from them long. Like they do, they do outlandish stuff. I've definitely seen cauliflower colored individuals go off left with the laws, and nothing really happens. But I mean, I think black. I think when you say flex, black people, we flexing a different. Because I've seen some some dudes, some niggas go extra with the law. Like, hey, bro, no, but everybody around black. If black chill. people go on extra chill. with them laws, they're nine times out of ten one of them black people who smoke a lot of weed, mm-hmm. and they got like. And they they didn't took like or read some stuff on the internet. I know and my wife's type exactly. <laughs> I know my wife. Not a not necessarily a whole hotel type. Nah, nigga. nah. And for those of y'all who don't know what a hotel is, I, I talked about this before. Um, Rumble had me cracking up last week because I, I actually not last week, but it was recently that I gave him a definition of what a hotel was, and a lot of people don't know. I mean, do you know what a hotel? I have no clue what a hotel is. Enlighten me, my brother. Well, let me see. I, I had a, I had a Webster's um, definition, and I want to pull it out so I can tell you exactly what a hotel is. Got to kick with my boy Rumble this weekend too. Shout out, man. <laughs> Shout out. Rumble, Rumble was Rumble was tearing it down this weekend. He's he's one of those type of fellas. Thoroughly. Man, I can't find the hotel definition. Damn it! It would have been perfect if I could have pulled it up in the moment. I have it queued up. Oh, I got it. I found it. I found okay. it. Okay, so this is where it is. A hotel is an Afrocentric brother, usually insecure, who claims to be woke but actually isn't. Unless you're a straight black man, in a hotel's eyes, you're responsible for the destruction of the black community. He's misogynistic, homophobic, transphobic, conspiracy theory aficionado. He will fill your head up with so much pseudoscience and ill-researched historical facts, you'll be ready to bash his head in with the Google search engine. Oh. Um, they said that Nas is actually the, the first hotel. That everybody kind of, you know, was no. like, they, he, he say stuff that ain't really true. Yeah. And people he just, just, he run just make it. it sound good. Exactly. And he looks serious because he wear the, 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 the light glasses. Do you know Nas glasses. is like a sex symbol for women over 30? Yeah, I knew that. We talked about that earlier. Yeah, he is. They look like Nas on a whole nother level with it, though. They go crazy behind it. They like brother. Nas a lot. And he look like he's simple, simple. They love Nas. Yeah. That's he probably like, don't say much. Yeah, he, no, he said a whole bunch of woke shit. A <laughs> whole bunch of hotel shit. <laughs> hotel shit. Had a bitch all wet. Well, there it is. But no, I I think those are the type of brothers. Oh, I know my rights as niggas. Yeah. Uh, officer, officer, I'm recording you right yeah. now, and I just want to let you know right that you, you do not have the right. I yeah. am not giving you a are permission you, to search I, my am automobile. I am I being detained? Am I being detained? Whether well, Article forty five point three says you can't detain me if you. You know what I'm saying? So what's what's the right to search? You have you have to have a right to search. You have to have proper cause to search my car. Oh, I'm not me. I'm uh, not. I am. Do am I being detained as nigga? Yeah. <laughs> Probable cause as. Hey, I am ass. not giving you permission to search my automobile <laughs> as nigga. Look here, man. The law pulled me over, man. Look here, if, I, if I'm not if I'm not doing that, bro, look, do what you need to do. Man. I just ready to go home. Speaking of, this podcast is brought to you by the Harry. Shout out to the Harry. The Harry sent me um, a picture on what it was it Monday or Tuesday yeah. morning. And it was and it was a car that yeah. was identical to my shit. You definitely should be in jail right now. And you it know said, what's scary? we was driving a whole lot of crazy. You know what I'm saying? We was out of there driving back. Them, yeah, it's a car that looked identical, same make, model, year, with and everything. Black dude in the side, black dude driving, yeah. and it, and, the, and the caption was, um, "Picture comes out um, with the uh, that shows the suspected shooter in a murder in like in my neighborhood. Like, I'm not even a mile from here." Like right by my house, <laughs> so I got to thinking. I thought I was like, damn, I was out of town. My car was parked. Maybe somebody broke in my house, stole my car, killed somebody, and, and put it, it back. back. They, you know what? That would have been smart. That would have been smart. That's I think that's how, if you're gonna commit murder, that's probably how you should do it. If you're gonna ride or take a car somewhere, you should steal somebody else's car and then bring it back. So then they get they get got for it. But that kind of goes back to a point I was saying the other day when we were talking about how um, Victor White and that whole situation, mm-hmm. and we said that um, they brought him to a place where there were no cameras, and then he shot himself, mm-hmm. right? They caught them boys doing murder on like whatever camera that was was somewhere just a random. Hey, there's was, a camera everywhere. I was in the barbershop yesterday, right? And uh, one of the other uh, barbers, uh, his client um, had a problem. Dude was outside waiting on his client, trying to get him or whatever. So one of the other barbers came and said, hey, man, he's looking for you. Woo, woo, woo. My barber say, say, man, don't worry about that. Dog. He, it's cameras everywhere around here. Mm-hmm. Like you don't camera announcing in, in that chair. You, nothing you can do. He said, he probably trying to break my car, man. You gonna catch him. It's, it was cameras everywhere. Everywhere you go, it's a camera. 
Well, that works for like responsible people and like murder. But if like a dope fiend break your window and steal your um and steal your computer, that really ain't gonna help. That's true. That computer is in the Number wind. Number one, your computer shouldn't be in your car if you in a dope fiend infested area. Well, they do. Tra- dope fiends travel. Now. They travel great they tra- miles. <laughs> they great lengths. I think that still. dope fiends like back in like maybe the sixteen hundreds or something, they probably could get all the way across Asia in a weekend, walking, mm. walking. Walking. That's some good shit they was on. They was, but, but got, I mean, it was like, you know, it was that old it was type pure. of. Pure. Yeah. It wasn't no chemicals. That running bull. Yeah. They run like Nigerians. Exactly. It like Afri- Somalians. It was African dust. They was on. African dust. The original African <laughs> dust. Ding. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. But you know, like, like we just, all of that to say, Rumble, we agree with you that yeah. white folks flex on the cops, but don't get it twisted. Black folks flex on the cops too. Black women flex on the cops too. Hey, nah, black women. I've been in the car to a girl who got stopped before. I was like, hey man, you got to, you gonna get me shot? Relax. <laughs> you got to relax. I got scared. Like you on, you can't, you just can't tell me. That don't make no sense. Just talking crazy to the law man like that. I'm on the passenger side, quiet, looking straight ahead with my antenna and too. What? The worst thing is when them laws pull you over and you know you're dirty and that, wrong. Hey. I remember one time they pulled us over. I ain't gonna say with whom, but there was um, the wrong type of product in the automobile, mm-hmm. and it smelled as though. Mm-hmm. Um, so, said individual ingested um, the, the the chemical that is now known as marijuana, uh-huh. and it was done. But I was sitting there with a Snickers in my hand. I was just eating it <laughs> and looking straight ahead. Look, hey, when the laws look—that's the scariest moment. I think the scary moment when the lights hit you. And then when he walked to your car. <laughs> I remember one time I was in a car and we was going out of town. I was with um I was with Big Q and I'm not gonna say who the other dude was, but mm-hmm. the dude who was driving um picked us up mm-hmm. and them laws pulled us over. And Big and like he started tripping the dude who was driving and Big Q was like, Man, what you tripping for? We ain't got nothing in the car. Yeah. And the nigga just looked at Big Q and he was like, You ain't got nothing in the, the car, car, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say you ever been pulled up with somebody, you 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 like, I don't know. Hey bro, you we good? And you look at you, that look, you be like, oh, you, you, that's your shit. That, you better. Hey. You better. Hey. If they find it. Look here. I ain't saying nothing, I, but I'm if not they gonna, find I'm it. I'm not going to say nothing, but if they find it and you don't, if you don't say nothing, nah, bro. You're going you gonna to make me out of being you a snitch. Cop. I'm definitely you not. going to make me a snitch. Nah, I know This snitch. is your fault for yeah. me. <laughs> we didn't do this together. You did this on your own. Okay. For doing my civic duty. Yeah, definitely. One last thing Rumble said, and that's going to bring me to um to the next um the next topic. He said that white folks can be enticed with that cheese. And I just, I don't understand his rationale to think that black folks can't. I mean, black folks love cheese more than any human being on earth. So that's that's the next story I wanted to talk about. Really (laughs) the first thing. Uh, Omarosa Manigault Newman. (laughs) Manigault. That's her middle name, I think. Her real name Man- is Manigault. Yeah, Manigault. Something. Manigault Newman. Um, so I love this article. It was I read it this week. And if y'all don't know about what Amarosa, her and Trump had a falling out. Yeah. I don't know Amarosa's backstory. What was Amarosa on? Amarosa on? She was on uh, The Apprentice? Yeah. The is Apprentice, that when she first came? I believe so. That's on, that's, she that's, might have been on the first season. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, I think she might have. Did she win or something? I don't know. I don't know why I thought she was on like Road on Rules, Real World Challenge. But she I was, was thinking, that, uh, um, what's that when they be in the house? The whole time, it's a real life. No, real? um, people be watching. It's like a lot. Oh, of Big Brother. Yeah, I thought she might be on something like that. I don't know. It might be the Prince, but I know it's. I know, I know it's the Prince. I know she's on the Prince for sure. So, and I guess she got some pub off of that. And but her running with Trump, kind of like black folks put her out of the equation. She, what she thought was gonna happen though. But okay, that's my point. Is she she been out of the out yeah. of the game? Sit out. Then all of a sudden, Amarosa like fell out with Trump. And now she kind of like saying she got a tape with him saying the N-word and he should be out of there and all kind of shit. Okay, so basically I'm going to tell you the article. The article is is great. It's by um, Jesse Holland and it was a Yahoo article. And it's called Black Americans Aren't Buying Omarosa's Turn Against Trump. Mm-mm. And the whole article is he's just basically like, look, Omarosa out here trying to sell a book. It's yeah. called Unhinged. I don't know mm-hmm. if y'all... And that's that. And Omarosa seems to be an unhinged individual. Um, and Man, in the book... She suggests Trump's campaign, despite the misgivings, she says she had about her longtime friend and mentor. After an arrangement to join the, um, she like she she messed with him after she had an arrangement to join Hillary Clinton's campaign, and that mm-hmm. fell through, and she was like pissed off about it. Hillary, like I don't, I don't want you over here. Exactly. Don't the black folk don't like you. They so like this more this you. was like her this was like her whole little defense. She wrote in the book that um, Trump people was eager for her help. And she wanted to experience working with a campaign at a high level. And since Trump had little chance of winning, it would be no harm, no foul for her to work with a campaign for however long it lasted. 
Okay? That's so that was the whole point. Lie. The whole point was like, oh, I get to get in the dough. I don't think he's going to win. I mean, a lot of people didn't think he was going to win, so I guess you could buy that to an extent. I mean, at the beginning, but once you, once you go to those few rallies and how he started to move, I knew he was going to win. And, the, even, and, and that's the point. Even if he didn't know he was going to win, once you saw how them rallies started to move. Like, this could really happen if, if Hillary no, don't not even. Up. That's not my point. I'm saying the motherfucking, like, I'm going to use the word they was using in 2016, the rhetoric. Oh, yeah. Or tw- like, the when you saw how them white people was yeah. like, no, fuck them. Yeah, yeah. I'll get out. Don't Go to take your him out back and country. Country. Yeah. That shit was crazy. Take him outside. Yeah. Beat him. Yeah. Beat his ass. Yeah. Get him out of here. Yeah. It started to get bad. Yeah, you gotta you gotta not be associated with that campaign. I'm definitely at that leaving moment. it. Yeah, you gotta leave the campaign. I, I feel like you gotta have a family too that really ain't tripping. You know what I mean? Like, cause if think of you if you was a part of that campaign, how your mama would react. Your daddy. Yo, hey boy, hey boy, you crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You don't get that phone call. So I mean, obviously they were eager for her help, quote yeah. unquote. Because they wanted a Black face, to Any get black face though. So that's so in, in so in essence, she was enticed yes. by the cheese. <laughs> so Rumble, I get your point, but black folks, especially opportunist black yeah. folks like Amarosa, mm-hmm. they will be enticed by, by the cheese. Yeah, like that's not a, that's not a that's not a, a far fetched notion. Yeah, but in that article, you just go on to say um, that minimal association with Trump. Like taking a photograph with the president in the Oval Office was enough for protesters to decry historically black colleges and university presidents on their own campuses last year. So mm-hmm. when some HBCU presidents went and took a picture with him, people was running on him. Yeah. Black ministers who met with Trump are criticized by their colleagues in some of their congregations. Yeah. Recently, that he dude Darrell, Darrell Scott, that's yeah. his name, yeah. um, in Ohio, he said this is probably going to be the most pro-black president that we've had in our lifetime. I mean... Is he not enticed by the cheese? <laughs> He drunk by the cheese. That boy, that boy crackhead by the cheese. <laughs> That's mozzarella, boy. Because <laughs> there's no way you can say that with a straight face and believe that in, in your heart. Like you might say it with a straight face, but you cannot believe that deep down. Some, at some point, your morals got to eat at you. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like what type of congregation you have to sit and let you do that? Well, pastors do crazy stuff all the time, but it's... it's so let me let me phrase it in a different way. It's toxic. Can I phrase it in a different way? Let me hear you. That pastor might have some cheese. Yeah. Because, you know, my my, my, my thoughts on a lot of denominations of religion is that <laughs> a lot of the people get into it for that shit paper. Yeah. So he might have that paper. Amarosa might have that paper. She got some money. From being on a surreal, the, the, the but her apprentice. Sandwich, yeah, she and, was the highest paid. Uh, okay. 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 I got you. I'm not talking about in with Trump. I'm okay. talking about without okay. Trump. Okay. She probably had a little cheese. But when I say a little cheese, I really mean a little, little cheese. cheese. Yeah. Like, she probably didn't make $100,000 a year. Thousand there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, she's five figures short. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and by all intents and purposes, she's probably a regular, degular, schmegular. Chick from the hood. A chick from anywhere. No, God, you, you, your, your middle name not Manigo and you're not from the hood. My question is, would you do it for the bag? With Trump? No. I'm saying it's your regular money, regular yeah, money, that regular money show. And Trump called me, want to do no. What he gotta give you though? Because because we talking about a hypothetical bag. Yeah. That bag actually got a number on. It got it. Got to be big. That though. bag got a number on. Because to me, it's selling my soul, bro. I mean, I gotta put up with stuff every day and bite my tongue and open my account on my on my on my Chase thing just to look just to make it through. And I feel like it, like after a while that will get old, bro. Like it had to start eating at you. I couldn't sleep. Maybe she got to the point where it got old. No, he put out before then, though. He got rid of her before then. But she was cool with them niggers and and jigaboo before then, though. Yeah, because she was making one seventy. She was making just one seventy nine a year. But she she was stayed like Ooh, she was across that's the street. All? Yeah, she wasn't making no dumb bad. What I'm saying, she wasn't making no dumb bad. But I feel like that's that's salary though. You 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 you. I think you're oblivious to the fact that to get a black person to come do that and sell mm-hmm. their soul. You got to give them like some front end bags. Uh, some black people. I don't think she wanted them because she's been attached to Trump for a long time. Okay, so she's just running with him. I think she's been attached to him for a while. So how much of a bag should he would have had to give you? Up front? To sell my soul? She got to change my life. <laughs> like, it got to be it gotta be a couple of M's, man. It got to be some M's. You can't just... Because now I'm going to lose all my friends. So he could <laughs> give you three million? Nah, maybe five, six. Maybe. So he can't give you three million? Three. If he give me three, I feel like he give me five. 
So he can't give you three million. I feel like he give me three, okay. give me five. So see, I, I feel like that's I feel like that's disingenuous on your behalf. Because if you're gonna do it for five, you're gonna do it for three. No. When that three in front of you, you're you gonna do it. You're gonna do it. You're gonna do it. You're definitely gonna do it. I mean, I think I, I think in the words of um the million dollar man Ted DiBiase, everybody's got a price. Everybody got a price. Everybody gonna pay. What you what you doing it for? What you going to work for Trump for? I don't have a number. I don't have a number in my head, but I, I'm not naive enough to say that I don't three have million. a number. Three three million. No, no. I mean, I'm just saying I'm I'm not naive enough to say that I don't have yeah. a number because, like I said, it, it, had to, it had to change my life though. Yeah, you like. It it changes your life in a way that even if you get that three mil, you could be the cons- the black dude who shows up on CNN to defend Trump, and they're gonna pay you to come. You could write the book, and and, and NPR gonna pay, or Breitbart or somebody gonna pay you to come and and be on and, and Fox News, and they gonna pay they gonna pay you a bag to come talk about That's it, a lot to come talk down on black people. You're really selling your soul like a mother. Yeah, I, I can't tell. That's a yeah. lot. That's, that's a lot. Of, I, like, you want me to get on national television? Now, it's different. You want me to sit in the shadows and give you opinions and stuff. And then maybe be seen walking in your little, in your little, your little what you call it, with you every now and then, or sitting on the side of doing the press thing. That's that's different. But you want me to, that's that's more than three mil. You want me to put my face on this? Hmm. No, man. He, um, actually, I saw a picture recently of him and, like, his people, his cabinet. And it was like, all white men. They had oh, some white women yeah. like scattered in there. I was like, man, that shit is so just. I don't even. It's such bad optics to be fucking with Trump. Yeah, it don't look good, and, and nobody looks happy either. Everybody, everybody looked depressed. When they, what you supposed to look? <laughs> I don't know. It must, them bags ain't right. They must need them bags, or he got something on them. But how he instead of getting people to work for him, no. But they, nobody looks happy. I ain't never seen them people smiling around. Because they want to be around power. And a lot of them, a lot of them, don't get it twisted. A lot of people up there love everything he's talking about. Yeah. A lot of people up there Some love Some people just doing, trying to get in, though, in the door. So what he talked about, what he said against um uh, against Amorosa. Called a dog. He said, when you give a crazed, crying, low life a break <laughs> and give her a job at the White House, I guess it just didn't work out. Yeah. Good, good work by General Kelly for quickly firing that dog. Yeah. <laughs> so if she's a female. And she's a dog? He's calling her a bitch. Straight up. <laughs> He's calling her a bitch. And what did black people say about that? <sighs> Yawn. It's Amorosa. We, right, we threw her away a long time ago. But you know, that's how people do though. Like from you can go all the way back to the to the to the to the the most um the biggest I, OJ example Simpson? is OJ Simpson. Yeah. That with they'll, they'll leave us, they won't fuck with us, but then when they need us, they're gonna come try to grovel back to yeah. let the black community love them up. Yeah. Um, we not loving up Amorosa though. No, I think I think what happens is, um, you you, you get to Bill Cosby is an example. Yes, you get to a certain status in life, and the people you hang around are totally different. When you know that you hang around people with the money and to do the things you like to do now, the new stuff you like to do. So you become and start, especially you black, think you white, and white people will always show you. Oh, they'll show you you a nigga. (laughs) You still a nigga, bro. Relax. (laughs) You still black. You really not one of us. No. You we think cool, you're one of us? But you're not. You're not one of us. Just, I think you was you was overstepping your bounds. We've talked about this show. on the pod before about how, you know, I mean that's it might just be um to our white listeners, it might just be us kind of projecting how we feel about that. But in reality, that's what life experience yeah. has showed me. I was about to say we that have seen eventually it. you'll have a moment where they will like other races will show you that you black. Yeah. And that they will treat you like you black a lot yeah. of times. So, I mean, hey, it is what it is. Not it'd, a lot. Be, you, it'd be cool for years. You'd be like, oh, yo, it's, it's good. Oh, and they will show you. They'll show you quickly. Quickly. Um, okay. So, another thing I wanted to talk about, and uh, Rumble said something about black schools, and you also said something about black schools, and we mm-hmm. talked a little bit about black schools. Southern University is back in the news. Oh, issue. What y'all doing now over there, bro? They're not giving grades this time. <laughs> they need to give. I should have got me a couple of degrees out of there. Yeah, you could have got a degree for about twenty three thousand. Like for less money than you would have had to spend to get a to actually for financial aid to actually get a degree. Yeah, you could have bought you one. I think you could have really got one for like eight, nine. You could go talk to somebody in financial aid. And just go be like, hey man, I got, I got really shoot because you know financial aid. I got like, I got like nine cash, cash right here. I got five, I got five cash. We'll put you in the system. Don't worry about <laughs> it. So their band director, a former band director, Nathan Hamer, Hamer was fired months ago after there were questions related to payments made directly to him by Mardi Gras parade uh, crews where the band played. Oh, that's big. That's a big money thing too. 
He had $300,459 deposited into his account. His personal account? Personal daddies. <laughs> he funneled 41000 $41, back to Southern. So at the last check, there's still $226,000 that are unaccounted for. So basically, he, he, did this, he basically set up an internet-based service for collecting fees and information about participants and band activities. And um, that's how they caught him. My question is, um, my first statement is, that's why I don't trust the cloud. <laughs> Number one. But why are we always doing this, man? Why HBCUs is always in the news for this type of fucking, sh- this type of shit? It's always misappropriation of money, dog. Hey, bro. One thing the great philosopher Charlemagne the God always say. Niggas gonna need. Niggas gonna need, bro. <laughs> niggas gonna need. Niggas gonna need, bro. That's it's just, niggas gonna need. It's, it's nothing you can do about it. It's ran all black. I mean, not, I'm not saying there's not some trustworthy black HBUs out there, but it's always gonna be something with your money if you go to a black school. It never ever. I don't know anybody who went to a black school or HBC and didn't have no problem with their money at all. I don't know nobody. My my okay. So my thought is just. In the same way, you know, this podcast is brought to you by Tyrone Hankerson Jr. I see you somewhere. He was the he was the financial aid goat. This is just the band director goat. You can have a whole. We could come up with a whole college worth of goats, <laughs> thieving goats. Yeah. Um, but my my point about that is when Tyrone Hankerson was doing it and stealing from financial aid, mm-hmm. then my first thought actually was he didn't come up with that idea on his own. No. He come, you went by yourself. Somebody was doing it and they put you on. Mm-hmm. I feel the exact same way about Nathan Hamer. He, be- he a grown up? Mm-hmm. Yes. He's a band director at Southern? Yes. Mm-hmm. He's in a position of power? Yes. Mm-hmm. But he nine times out of ten, he talked to the band director before him. I think I was... And, uh, and he on. was telling him, oh yeah, man, whenever we do um, Mardi Gras parades... Get you a little extra money. That's how you get you a little extra money. I just tell him, I just tell him, I tell him, look, we'll come do it. Right for for twenty five thousand, but um, hey, y'all need to give me five thousand on the side. Yeah, you need to give uh, me some money. Just have them put the check in your name. They do it. You know what I'm saying? You make just and nobody really had the university check, so man, you just deposit yeah. what you want, and then you bring it back. You know, you cash it in, put some money so everybody can get there. You have a little money in the account. Don't drain the band account now. Leave a little money over there. You know what I'm saying? Probably told him we should put half in that one. You keep half, but he was like, nah, I don't keep that. And I feel like he probably started trying to do it bigger. He might have tried to do it bigger or he might have just been doing what was always done. Yeah. My point is just we're in a day and age where somebody asks a question mm-hmm. and then they go and pull up your internet records mm-hmm. and they go and watch dogs sleuth yeah. through all your stuff. Yeah. Then they're doing an eyewitness news mm-hmm. um, special at 5 o'clock, yeah. misappropriation at Southern University. And they, and they put you a lot of them laws in your life. And uh, request all your financial records. But I, I think what happens too, I think a lot of people, black people think they can do it, white people do. I hate to keep bringing it back to that, but I think a lot of times I heard dudes say, oh, white people do it all the time. You know but I, mean? I think that a lot of times I think that's just their opinion. I don't think white people do it all the time. I, I, I know they don't. <laughs> no, because what they do, they, they alumni give back. They have they they do stuff differently. That's a little wild, but they don't. They ain't putting. Their salary money. might even be high. Yeah, yeah. They, they ain't putting school money directly in their pocket like at that at that magnitude like that. Because if they were, they'd be in the same situation. Now they they now they find ways to get paid off of that school, like you know. But they're not just throwing money like we doing, especially when your school already broke. Like Southern, they might have a booster club that's giving them yeah, money directly. Yeah, my mom and them uh, went to Southern, so they super alumni. They had they was I don't know they paid like five hundred dollars to help them go somewhere, you know. So it's like it's something that's been going on, man. I mean that ain't nothing new. It's not gonna stop. I mean, when I was at TSU, our president spent three hundred thousand on her yard to fix her yard up. Was the yard nice? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was immaculate. <laughs> she was President Bush homegirl too. See, I, at, at my university, when uh, the Super Bowl was here a couple of years ago, the Falcons came playing. They said they wanted to practice on our field. Tax them. The Falcons gave them $5 million <laughs> to redo the whole field yeah. just so they could practice on the, the NFL. Like they leveled the field and leveled the ground and everything. Whatever y'all want. Yeah. So they're getting the bag. They're just doing it a different way. Yeah. And I don't know if anybody walking away with the bag in their pocket, but a lot of times, like you just said, they're probably not in a position where they feel like they need to. Yeah, you're right. Like when you're making the money you think you're supposed to make, there's no reason to steal. There's no reason to steal. That's why people always say, pay, you gotta, when you have a business, you got to pay people to keep them from stealing from you. Because say, say you're a band director doing all that stuff, you're making $80,000. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got one of the most famous bands in the world. 
Think, even even in a, even in the drug trade, think about yeah. it. If boys getting fed, mm-hmm. everybody gonna be happy. For the most part, yeah. When people not getting fed, that's when everybody eats. B. Everybody eats. <laughs> everybody eats. B. Yep. The way, the way I look at it is two type of people in this world. The people. Oh, oh. I I just go to that story. Go ahead. Right I feel like it. I've been saying this all week. It's two type. This ain't got nothing to do with that, but it's just funny to me. It's two type of people in this world. People who can talk on their phone at work and people mm-hmm. who can't. Yeah. I'm, I'm top of mind, <laughs> so I don't know. I know. So I posted that on the page the other day. Some people got in their feelings, and they felt like it was shots, shots fired, bang bang. It's, it wasn't shots fired. Just think about it. Think about your life. If you're a person who can talk on your phone at work, and you call somebody and they don't answer, what's your first thought? Damn. God damn. What's what you what doing? You doing? <laughs> Why you can't pick up your phone at work? <laughs> Nigga, I just want. I just got a question. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And then when they response is, "Man, I was at work." I'm always kind of like, dang. So I had to come around to the idea that, yes, some people can't talk on their phone at work. But I think, really, and this this podcast is brought to you by Ash Dog Forever. Mm -hmm. Ash Dog told me that I should alter this. Because this whole whole idea of of two type of people in this world came when I called him one morning. Mm -hmm. I called Ash. I was like, and he didn't answer the phone. And then he called me right back and I said, man, I was about to say, it's two type of people in this world. People can answer their phone, whatever. And he responded with this. No, actually, it's two type of people in this world. People who can answer, people who answer their phone, who will answer their phone at work and people who won't. Oh. It ain't who can and who can't. It's who will and who won't. And then he start going into his job. He like, man, they got whole units at our job where it's a rule in the handbook and everybody know you can't talk on your phone at work. Yeah. They be walking around with their phone in their hand. Yeah. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. Yeah. And then, so I think it's like... That, some, that, that might be right, though. I think it it's really be, like... There might be four types of people in this that, world then. Well, no. I think it's just two. <laughs> people who will and people who won't. So the, the people who can don't always do. Yeah. Like, even... Like, I, I, I work like at you, a job and I can pick up my phone. That doesn't necessarily mean I, I will do it. That means I might be talk that, to that person. Then. Or no. You might be one of those type of people who are like, man, I can't focus. I can't concentrate. So I'm just going to put my phone on, on silent the yeah. whole day while I'm at work. Yeah. Some people are like that. That's true. I'm not answering any of that stuff until yeah. 5 o'clock. Some people yeah. are like that. Yeah, that's true. And so I think it's people who will and some people who won't. Okay. I don't think it's really... I mean, now, having the ability to answer your phone when you're not supposed to might get your ass fired. True. But that's just telling something about your character trait that mm-hmm. you... That into like talking on the phone that you're willing to risk it all. I'm not gonna risk it all talking on the phone. Though. Nah, it's not that crucial. Nah, I can talk to you in a little bit. I'm pretty much gonna answer the phone most times at work, even if it's just to say, "Hey, man, I'm busy." Yeah, I said this. I'm like, even in a meeting, like a, a like if we having a department meeting, I will say, "Hey, give me a second. Now walk in the hall mm-hmm. and get on the phone. Yeah, I don't really have. Did that? I did that t- Monday and Tuesday. I really don't feel like you can't. Like I, I'm gonna answer the phone, even when I was teaching, when I'm in front of the class teaching. My phone ring. Whoa, oh, ball, what's up? Zana. I'm in front. I'm, in, I'm teaching right now. I'm what you need? You back. What yeah. you need, big dog? I'm For like, sure. What's man? I'm gonna call. I got some kindergartens. I'm gonna call you right back. All right, cool. And that I'm simple. Just, yeah. I mean, I just, I think, like, once again, I think it's too tight. Those people who will and they won't. So yeah. I guess we're gonna alter that. Not who can and who can't. Who will and who won't. Yeah. But it's just a, it's, it's just thought. something that's been on my mind. It's a thought. You know. It's a very. Well, you we think Rosh will or won't? Well, no. The the the. The um the the research has showed us that Raj will not answer his phone at work. Now my question phone. is, <laughs> I think he, when you say he got in his feelings, I think he got in his feelings because he thought I, I was saying that he can't. I mean, he might not be able to. Raj don't get in his feelings, man. Right? He was in his Raj feelings about that. He was in his feelings a little bit about that. But it's not. But my thing is, I, I wasn't. I'm not alluding to the fact that he can't. You just know he I won't. just I just know he don't. <laughs> he, won't, he, won't he won't and he, he don't. don't. <laughs> and hey man if he, that's, ain't, he ain't answer no text or nothing either though like <laughs> right how many times you didn't call somebody yeah I mean yeah 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 man I'm yeah I'm gonna call you right back dog. yeah I'm gonna call you right back <laughs> and then and then when they call you back man what's up nigga what's man are yeah. you that hell yes okay sure okay sounds good great alright I'll call you I'll give you a call back okay alright hit the book call you back what's happening my nigga fuck <laughs> I'm just happy your professional voice is better than your Mexican voice. <laughs> Hola, como esta? Stop it, stop it, stop it. Some other things I wanted to talk about. Definitely, um, this is just this is just random thoughts. Mm-hmm. This came in my head this week. Um, Nicki Minaj dropped a new album. What is it called? Queen. It's called Queen? Yeah. Okay, so that album cover? Uh-huh. I'm a fan. <laughs> For sure. 
I'm a fan. For sure. Did you hear what she said at Hunter Safari going back and forth on Twitter? About what? About whether she right or not. Oh yeah, I heard that. Being super petty, she was. She got on. Cause Safari so kind of famous now. He didn't. He didn't have a famous turn. Yeah. He. Well, yeah. He. Yeah. He is. He like. He famous but still lame. Yeah. He like AJ famous from 106 and Park. Nah. He look. Nah. For AJ way more famous. He respected a little more than Safari. Niggas do not respect Safari. By no means. I don't know about that, man. Safari being a lot of I me, mean, I don't know. Men do not respect Safari. Would you? Would you even listen to a Safari? No, I don't care about Safari. But I feel right. like BT still giving him some kind of bag to be on TV all the time. He not on BT on yeah, VH1. He was. And that nigga was oh, on it's my AJ or Safari. 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 He on VH1. I seen him on BT for the BT Awards a couple of weeks months ago. Looking like a monkey. He was up there. Having some girl dance on him. Being and, a monkey. Yeah, he's being a monkey, but they paying him to be a monkey. pay that boy almost money to be a monkey. Be a monkey for free. When you already a monkey, well, I'm going to pay you to be something you already are. <laughs> I'm going to pay a dog to be a dog? <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, right? you can't pay You can't pay a monkey to be a monkey? Ain't nobody paying that man no money to get on that dance. He ain't that, he ain't that popular. They said, hey, we invite you to be into your wars, but you in free to do this. We need one more ticket. He was like, I'm there. Okay. Maybe so. Maybe you're right. Maybe maybe his his monkeyism don't don't pay. But I guess my bigger point was um shout out to all my boss bitches, wife and niggas. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. You remember where you were when you heard that the first time? I might have been high one with you. What was I was at home. I was listening to it. Okay. At home listening to it. You remember how you felt the weeks and months afterwards? Like that shit true. That boy, Meek Mill is over with. Drake killed him. He done. Well, shook back though. Cutting my, on my paper, the only note I have right here is Meek Mill is greater than Nicki Minaj. Yes. Did you think that was going to happen two years ago? You know what happened though? Did you think no. two years ago that eventually he'll be better than Nicki? He'd no. be better than Nicki. No. No. I think he dumbed himself down for a little bit, but I don't, I, I, I didn't never thought he would be better than But. But you know what it did? Just all, all Beyonce got to do is say your name. <laughs> you get the beehive behind you. You have a little case. Now you Martin Luther Meek. I don't know about that. That 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 synopsis. That right. Beyonce Meek, said his that name. That boy went. Come on, Meek man. Mill you sound, went, like them, Meek you Meek sound went, stupid Meek, like them hoes. Meek Mill went in jail regular. Not not on Nikki level. Came out after all that stuff. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's right. But don't don't conf- say oh because Beyonce just, said he was in jail. No, I, no, no. I, I'm not sexist. I just think that that's. I think that's a. A narrow-sighted um, that was commentary one, that was right one there. Of, that wasn't the only thing I'm saying. But, but you, the saying, first thing you said was Beyonce. That's saying. part of it, though. That helped. Beyonce, Jay on the side. Okay, say Jay-Z. Oh, okay, I was coming. You started talking nah. about But Beyonce, you say, you stupid like The beehive, all that, that's it. That's, that's a real thing. You don't want to believe in the beehive. Who said I don't want to believe in it? Say something crazy about Beyonce. My po- whole point is, and I get you and whatever, ha, 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 <laughs> ha, ha, ha. <laughs> My whole point is just that Yes, it was a lot of factors. Meek's incarceration played yeah, a big point. But it wasn't like, I get you that you were saying that, but I mean, it was literally Carl Anthony Towns, LeBron James, like a bunch of people came out and was yeah, like, true. Kevin Hart, everybody was behind yeah, I'm me. I was just saying one from the music side of it. Yeah, it was, definitely wasn't from the music side of it. Yeah. But I thought the point you was going to make, which is I think is more of a valid point, is that... Robert Kraft, No. Cardi B. Okay. Cardi B came out. She was more relatable, more down to earth, more of a of an actual human being than as Nicki Minaj was like a caricature, a Barbie, a like this whole her whole her whole shtick was so like. So Nicki went down. When I'm Cardi saying B came I'm saying out. Cardi B came and took her whole crowd. I don't know. You gotta give Cardi another year. She hot. You dis she, you you she, dis you Cardi doubt B, it. Listen, Cardi B is hotter than Nicki Minaj right now. Yes. They don't. You can't. You don't give a crown up just because a motherfucker hot one year. And you're like, so yes, so, you do. So uh, that's exactly what you do. So James that Harden sounds, is better than LeBron now because he got the MVP. This is so you compare it to basketball. I'm just, I mean, it, it, all you do is be hot. He hot right now. You're ridiculous. Are you saying you got to do is be hot? You're ridiculous. You're saying all it takes you to be hot. Did you I take say the crown. that? You just said that's basically what you were saying. So you you said that's basically what I was what saying. You, what How about right? you let me articulate go myself? Articulate I'm very yourself. I'm very good at at, at articulating all myself. Right, well, go ahead. Then. My point is just that. When you say something about a crown, especially in hip hop, because there's differences between the greatest player alive in basketball and the the who's got the crown, who's got the crown in hip hop. There's a whole article on the in 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 the vibe that talks about the greatest rapper alive every year since 1983. Now, you need to look that up. 
And it's got, or maybe since like 1970-something. But it's got like Run DMC one year. Or it'd be Run from Run DMC one year. Then it'd be like um, Grandmaster Flash was the year. Or, or so Big Daddy Kane. Like, I think who got the crown in, in hip-hop. Too hot right yeah, now. that's that's definitely what that means. Like, for best rapper alive was Lil Wayne, right? Yeah, but he, Until it wasn't. Yeah, it's true. Until it was okay. Drake. Right. Now, now, gr- now, granted, I would say Drake has been the best rapper for the last... Eight years, even though he hasn't necessarily always Had been the, the hottest, because I feel like every year it's like he's oh, still so, yeah. like Future came and took Drake for a year. Okay. Like you would say, Future okay. was better. Oh, okay. Future ah. had the. That's what I'm saying. He had the crown. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, so my, you, I don't. I don't. I never. But I know. But you know what? And I think you're bringing me down a, a road that I really didn't even want to go down. What I really wanted to say was what I just said. Let's poll women, women who listening to this podcast. You tell me. Who you rock with more, Cardi B or Nicki Minaj? I think they off Nicki Minaj. They did. I, I agree with that. So then, why are you saying like? But I'm, but you, I'm talking about overall. Like you can't. I don't, I don't, I don't think you can just give up your crown just because a motherfucker had a hot year or two. If nobody likes you no you more, your saying? crown is gone. <laughs> they people who do still like Nicki Minaj, man. Nicki Minaj still sell out shows. When you stop selling out shows, then folk don't like you no more. Nicki people Minaj don't like still Nicki can go Minaj. sell out shows. Charlamagne, Charlamagne don't like Nicki Minaj, and all black women listen to Charlamagne. So. <laughs> That's not true. They listen to, they listen to that dude on the read, the read, the, the people from the read, and the, and the little Shade dude, room. and the and the little dude who tell y'all, um, to, hey, black man, if a black man that, buy that you, that, that, dude, they, that dude, if a black man buy you a car, he should have bought you a house. Yeah, <laughs> that nigga, I don't if know. If he bought you a house, he should have bought you some more real estate. He should yeah, buy you no purse. They should have bought you that palace. Should have got you a, a, some gold if he bought you a purse. I mean, hey man, and I, you know my little stick, and y'all can listen to y'all can y'all can say I'm lying all you want, but my issue with Nicki Minaj and Cardi B and all of they talk about their pussy. Too that's much. all they talk about is sex. Like if all Drake talked about in every song was about his dick, y'all would be like, you ever heard of City Girls nah. from Miami? Uh-uh. I'm gonna let you listen to it after this. You're going to hate it. It's some Uncle Luke type shit. Yeah, I don't care. I'm, I'm not going to listen to it. So yes, you if you're telling me... No, I'm not. It, that's like telling me smell something mistake. I'm not going to smell it. So, um, yes, but are. if we're talking about things women like, Insecure came back last week. So I got this idea, man. What's up? You want to do an Insecure podcast on Mondays? Okay. About 20 minutes? You know, nothing we're going to do is going to be 20 minutes. Yeah, just talk about... We're talking about, about Rumble for... 20 minutes. Well, that's because you like to talk a lot. You talk more than me. But I try to get to a point. You just talk in a circle. I talk, now I talk in a box. <laughs> in a square. Everything you say is in in response. So what you thought about episode one? Um, It was good. Uh, I'm, I'm glad Issa got an issue, though. I don't, I don't like Issa, man. Um, I think it was funny how a girl tried to play Dre. Now, all of a sudden, she want to, uh, you know... Keep it at arm distance, which I guess happened. She ain't got no willpower. Nah, because Drake came right back over there. You know what I'm saying? So, that nigga was kind of creepy in her house. That, nah, they weren't kind of creepy. You just you just pop in there, though? After she told you to relax? Yeah, he just, I'm going back. But he but he, he relentless, too. He like, I'm not listening to that shit. You know, so it was good. I think it was, it was a hell of an episode. Old Buddy tried to give <laughs> Old Buddy was a beast for <laughs> tearing old girl guts in while old girl on the couch, while Issa was on the couch. That was hilarious to me. It was straight. It was a good episode, though. I enjoyed it. It was good. So you would have did that? You would have smashed in front of your ex if she decided to come stay at your crib? Is that even her, her ex? No. I'm not. No, I'm not. you just not standing in my house like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't live. I ain't never lived with a woman before. So you're just not going to be standing in my house like that. And if you did, I'd probably be like, hey, man, you got to go real quick. Because what chick, what chick you going to talk to going to be like, oh, that's just your friend on the couch? You know what I'm saying? Laying there? I ain't, ain't nobody going for that. Oh, so you worried about the other chick? Yeah, if, you, if you fucking with her and you got something laying on the couch, ain't nobody going for that brand. In real life, she gonna have to be kicking. Some, well, she, they say she wasn't even kicking nothing on the bills or nothing. No, yeah, you can't just be there. No, you're just not gonna be there. With That's a key to in the bathroom when I'm trying to go in the bathroom. No, it's not happening. Well, I don't know if people gonna want to hear a podcast if that's if that's all your opinion. Now, my question is: <laughs> Is Dre married? Yes. Yeah. Do do him and his wife have an open relationship? I don't think so. I, I think I still think he lying because when he answered the phone, he was like, he told his wife, "Yeah, I'm I'm still at the house. I'm yeah. about to get up." So he lying to his wife. If he if he if his wife was really okay with him smashing other people, he wouldn't be lying. Maybe he got one of open relationship where you can be open, but we're not gonna be open. 
They not open, open. They just like okay. Do your I don't thing, know what that I don't even means. I don't even know what that means. I'm like, do your thing, but you yeah, don't, I don't, think don't so. tell me you over nah, here. Nah, that don't that don't sound logical. I'm just saying though. You think so? You think of people over here be like, hey, I'm over here knocking this down right yeah. now. I do. I absolutely do. do. You know somebody in open relationship? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, let's do. Like, and, like and, how that how that shit gonna work? Can, and they constantly say, look, I'm over here knocking this thing down. Right what? That's the definition of an open relationship. By by my definition. If if you over if you over there not saying that you're cheating. That's the definition yeah. of an open relationship. So you're not cheating if you don't say nothing? So if you say something, you're not cheating. If you're in an open relationship, yes. No. I don't understand how that's a foreign concept to you. I don't like if two people I, are in an open relationship, like quote unquote, they can see other people. And you're hiding the fact that you're seeing someone else. Like you're like basically I, I like lying when she, they're calling you. I don't believe they sit around and talk about what they're doing like that. Like, yeah, I, I just think that. I think, I think that... Um, you wouldn't do well in an open relationship in that no, point. Because I, I think the term open hints the term openness, being open that. with one another. I, don't, I just don't believe they sit around like, oh, yeah, I got something like life from Spook to Wolf. Oh, you went over there by Buddy and did that? I, I don't really think don't that. think that that's how, like, I think I think you're um kind of, I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not even going to use the word naive, but I think that you're kind of um in the dark on how that would work. And maybe I, I know someone who has I been in, in this type of open relationship where well, I can kind of work? attest to it. Well, I mean, the, the the point would just be what I just said. I, I understand, don't think but how did his work? Did y'all discuss that? Because yeah, right, we've had conversations about these oh. type of things. So yeah, like if somebody, if he's like, I'm I'm going to do something else, my old lady would know, or his old lady, or somebody would come to the house. Like they're still, he was, they're still in a relationship. He's still married he's to someone. Okay. he's still coming home to his wife. Right. So if you're on the phone saying I'm here when I'm really there, you're not open. I get you. You're lying. Yeah. And I think that that kind of would kill all of the tenants of that. Like I wouldn't want to. Like put put the shoe on the other foot. If I'm quote unquote in an open relationship, I know neither one of us would want that, right? Yeah. Neither one of us would want to let our old lady be going smash somebody while and, and I'm smashing. Like that's too that's ridiculous. That's too much. But if that's the case, and you call your old lady and she like what? And I'm like, what you doing? Oh, I'm at work. I had to work late. But she really getting a guts banged yeah. out. But do you really want to hear she getting a guts banged? But my out? point is, if you're in an open relationship, that's then you've already thing, kind yeah. of you've already made yeah. that understanding. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I just think it's an interesting dynamic in it the show, is. and I want to see how they're gonna bring that. But the most interesting thing to me on this episode was that white woman at work. Oh yeah. When she said, I, I "Do you know, notice that anytime something goes wrong over here, it's you?" Yeah. It kind of sucked because she was in a place where she couldn't really talk back. Like she can't really talk back because her life is kind of shitty right now. And she now. already in the in the doghouse over there too. I forgot about that. But at the end of the day, like she need to go start her own shit. Because they basically told her y'all y'all here for black people. She ain't got enough black people. She got to start her own. Shit. <laughs> she got to start her own little nonprofit. Like yeah. I almost wanted to call Issa after I, I watched the episode and say, "Hey, look, I got an idea. This is how you can start a nonprofit. <laughs> yeah. I'll call some of the schools for you. We'll get the shit rolling." We'll, we'll get it popping in that way. People but. in there that's not mean. She said that white they're mean. <laughs> white mean people come over here. <laughs> what, one producer, I, your, uh, your thing is racist as shit. You know that, huh? That, that's what, is that what he said on the phone? <laughs> it's racist. Like, I don't know. I do better. It's like when I was listening to it, I kind of physically got upset when that white woman was talking to her crazy in that office. Like, I, would, I, I don't, I don't, I put myself in her shoes and maybe if you really, really needed the job, you got to take that. But, yeah, I, I haven't been in a position where I had to take no shit like that and not be able to talk back in I'm a saying, long time. I say something. Yeah. I got something to say. We I forgot about that scene, though. Yeah. I got to say that. We got to talk. Excuse me? I would have to say something. Listen, listen, listen. I understand that you feel like I'm in a doghouse, yeah. but there's a way that you're going to talk to me and a way you're not going to talk I'm to me. I'm a man at the end of the day, bro. I'm grown. You're not about to just sit here and talk to me like that. I'd be like, you mad at me because you ain't doing your job. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't say that, and then you get fired. But there's a way to she say it. Don't get fired anyway. Well, they didn't see much. Well, but you could sit down and collect that check just for the diversity. Sitting they there. say she's the only one now, right? Yeah, sitting there calling the thing, calling, calling numbers, the, the, calling the numbers they yeah, let her call. That ain't no job. It is what it is. Insecure is the show for um for black women. Let us know. Let us know if y'all want to hear the the black male perspective on it. That podcast did pretty well. We did the black male perspective of oh. season two. But if we um if we go ahead and do episode by episode, let us know if you if you want us to get into that, whatever. But I mean, obviously, that show is is pointed towards a particular demographic, African Americans of a certain age, mm -hmm. but more specifically, um, African American women. Mm -hmm. What I was just thinking about is there's a movie that's coming out, and I think it might have came out this weekend. It's called Crazy Rich Asians. Like I don't know what, <laughs> what the movie, movie is. It looks like I read a little short synopsis, and it was like. An Asian dude and an Asian woman together, and then they like decide to get married, but they're going to get married back home in like China somewhere. I don't know. 
Korea, Vietnam, somewhere. And when they go back, they find out he's royalty. So it's like it's like a big and like she she didn't know he was royalty. So it's like this big rich wedding, and they got to do certain things. And like she got whatever. And it's probably a comedy involved right there. Well, my whole first thought was the only reason they probably green light green lit this movie crazy rich Asian is because a Black Panther. <laughs> okay. Well, I feel like when you have a movie. That's like groundbreaking like Black Panther. And it shows that black people will galvanize to come watch a movie uh-huh. that's like about black people or for black people. Like, And other people come watch it too, but it's yeah. for black people, right? They tried to do it with Coco, which was like a uh, um, cartoon. I mean, I said, that's the like, Mexican joint. And they want everybody, to, they, but they want all the Mexican children. Mm-hmm. Like they're looking for a specific demographic and like they're going to come out they strong. Cater, I think they cater to different demographics all the time. So they're in cartoons. So I, I mean I, I didn't take that stance when you told me about it. Um, I really don't have an opinion on that. I just think it's it's a weird title if it's not going to be an actual crazy rich agent in there. Well, I think I think my, the whole point is that um, that they're definitely whomever greenlit this movie and the people who put the money behind it are absolutely banking on age. You, you, they didn't yeah. say like crazy rich Vietnamese. No, they want Asians. They want through. all the Asians. Like. <laughs> We want the Japanese, we want the Chinese, we want the Laotians, we want the yeah. Cambodians, we want All the Filipinos. We want everybody come and watch this movie because mm-hmm. it's about Asians and we're going to have a moment that we, we all have something that we can go watch. Yeah. Now, whether the movie's good or not won't matter. I'm sure it's going to make a lot of money just because they're calling it crazy. crazy and you know, Asians definitely would pay double the price to do anything. If they had a movie called Crazy Rich Nigerians and they wow. and, the, and the, the movie cost um, $40 to get in... <laughs> <laughs> they need to have bottle service. I was about to say they buying the whole section. <laughs> they and, they and don't even have popcorn. They got bottles. bottles. <laughs> Definitely, they give forty bottle girls. Let me get two hundred tickets on this MX and <laughs> and this credit card right. Here. The bottle girls would be there, like, no, I want to work today. Working at the theater. <laughs> in the theater. African dust everywhere. Crazy rich Nigerians. They in the house. I, I probably would go see that. Yeah, I mean, I'll go with I'll go with John Murray. Definitely go with John. Murray. We have a section in there. You can't sit. You can't sit in regular places. Only sections yeah. in the movie. <laughs> in the movie, you got to buy a section. But then you got you standing up in the movie, sitting on top of the chair in the movie. Yeah, you sit <laughs> on top of the chair. With it's the a bottle. section and smoking hookah. Like every five, every ten minutes in the movie, they put on like, come on, yeah, <laughs> okay. I'm having he Some songs are having jumping too hard where you can't even come every back down and watch the movie again. So they just they, they just want to party anyway. I think we need to start putting money behind Crazy Rich um, Nigerians. Nigerians. Or movie sections is what you want to do. I think Crazy Rich Nigerians first. Movie sections come will with come that, with that. that. Okay. It's all one event. Yeah. We'll do screenings at different places. With, with the movie section. Roped off with hookahs. <laughs> get Baba Films in them boys. Though, man. <laughs> hey, the countdown is on, man. We are approximately what five weeks away from Best Friend Weekend Weekend Phase Two ATL Edition. If you haven't already got your ticket, please get your ticket now. It's not it's not too much to ask. Get your ticket now. Get ready to come party with us. We putting the me. events. We putting the events together right now. We putting our itinerary together. Be there. It's gonna be jumping. We okay. definitely know one thing. We're going to be at that Saints versus Falcons game. Other than that, it's not a lot of things that we got in stone, but we're working out the last logistics of stuff. Yeah. It's going to be a live podcast recording. It's going to be some partying. It's going to be some, we're going to party like some Nigerians out there. Yeah. So, or, does all over the place. Or like, I think in Atlanta, it's, um, it's um, Ethiopians party like that. Oh, okay. We're going to party like some Ethiopians in Nigeria and all that other stuff. So, another thing we, we teased, and I want to make sure I give y'all the specifics. The Best Friend Weekend Fantasy Football oh, yeah. League is live right now. It's up. The way you join it is this. You have to go online to this site, put your name, put your email address. That's it. And we'll pick the first people until we fill out the league mm-hmm. and you guys can be in the league. So if you're interested in playing some fantasy, we might put a little wager on it. We might we'll, we'll send some emails to everybody and see little, if y'all want to put a little yeah, put a little money on put it. Put money on that thing. Um, but go to this website that I'm about to tell you, and let us know. And if and you can hit us on the inbox too. Inbox us on IG or something and tell us that you um that you signed up. 
to make sure to see. But we're going to take like first come, first serve till we fill it up. And the place to sign up for the Fantasy Football League is here. Tinyurl.com mm-hmm. forward slash BFW Fantasy. Once again, that's tiny, T-I-N-Y-U-R-L.com forward slash BFW Fantasy. All one word. So if you go to that site, it's going to pull up a little thing. It's going to say, hey, look, this your, what's your name? What's your email? Um, like I said, if you're listening to the pod, you got the thing. We're not even going to put it online. We're not going to put it on the um, IG or nothing. Uh, you got to listen to the podcast to on, be a member, to be a part of it. open relationships can join. <laughs> that shit crazy. See, that's why we don't let him talk. To him. <laughs> that shit crazy. We, I mean, we let you. We let you talk tomorrow. I mean, we didn't let you talk tomorrow, but we let you talk today. So now it's time to cue that music for nothing <laughs> nice to say. You know, they say if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Nothing nice to say, but I'll go nice. So, look, one of my favorite magazines of all time, well, the, the, the favorite magazines of all time list kind of goes like this. They got The Source, The Double XL, and The Gentleman's Quarterly. Since I have no clue if the first two actually exist anymore, let's talk about an article from the last one. They got a lot of people talking this week. GQ decided to run an article on one of my favorite football players, Jalen Latrell Ramsey. <laughs> if you don't know who Jalen Ramsey is, think about like a tougher, more effeminate version of Odell Beckham who plays defense. Now I really look him up. They got dude doing some of the most suspect poses and borderline interviews you will ever see. But dude is good. He might be sweet, sweet, sweet. But dude could play football. He was even responsible for my favorite quote of last year. I ain't got too much to say. But y'all make sure y'all bring that same energy out here next week and the week after. We going to the Super Bowl and we going to win that bitch. We're going to win that bitch. Duval! Well, they didn't win that bitch, or much less even get there like he predicted. You got to love that dude's spirit. NFL defensive backs got a history of being outspoken and running their mouth. If you're nice at DB, the quarterback will literally never throw you away, so you got to do something to get noticed. Think about Dion or Josh Norman or Richard Sherman. When you're nice at corner, you talk that shit. So it don't surprise me that in his GQ article, Ramsey was out there calling quarterbacks junk. Poo, <laughs> trash and garbage. He didn't go so ham on the black quarterbacks, but he talked shit about like Joe Flacco, Josh Allen, and um, big rapists. I mean, Big Ben. <laughs> One quarterback he went easy on was 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 Matthew Stafford. Jalen said, and I quote: Matthew Stafford, I think he's straight. I don't think he's the best quarterback out there, but he do what he got to do. Where I'm from, that's like damn near a compliment, right? Rather innocuous, don't you say? Tame as hell, right? Well, obviously not tame enough for Kelly Stafford. That's Matt's wife. She replied, can someone tell me why GQ is interviewing Jalen Ramsey? I understand ESPN, but not GQ. There's nothing GQ about him. Just seems like a complete waste of time and space. (laughs) Whoa. You mad, bro? Please someone Google Matthew Stafford. He's a below-average-looking white boy who's out of shape and always wears his hat backwards. (laughs) Then go Google Jalen Ramsey. Dude could actually dress, and it's quintessentially GQ by every measure of fashion. So let's ask ourselves, why does she think he isn't GQ in a complete waste of time and space? Does she not think he should be in Gentleman's Quarterly because he's not a gentleman? What about him does not equate with being gentleman? Do you think his ebony skin plays into her perception? Or do you think she secretly has a mandingo crush and wants that mandingo lay mind in her torso? <laughs> I don't know the answer to that, but but I do know this. I ain't got nothing nice to say about NFL trophy-wise who I'm sure don't see color. And some of their best friends are black. And by the way, where the fuck is my sandwich? So I won't <laughs> say nothing at all. Hey. That, was that your white girl voice? That was my white girl voice. <laughs> that was definitely my white girl, that was your voice. white girl voice. That was my white girl voice. I thought I was. I thought he was all right. Can someone explain to me why he's in GQ? <laughs> like, why the fuck is Jalen? Like, why is Jalen in GQ? Why <laughs> be one of white girls? And why is his name Jalen? Jalen. 
<laughs> His name should be like Jared or something. Yeah, Why wouldn't it be Jared? me on. I, yeah, I don't, I don't get that. Uh, Jalen Ramsey is like he'd be sweet, sweet, but Jalen Ramsey be fly. He'd be dressing the part and he'd be cool. Like, why would you come at him like he not GQ? You man, the show pants like y'all used to like to wear and stuff. Huh? He do a lot. He 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 got that. He had this fur coat on something that was just playing. Like, like I mean, the dude he'd be on his fashion tip. Yeah. So shit go down, Take man. I don't know. Fashion wrist. I don't know. It's not even a fashion risk. Dude be on this shit, man. Read the read the GQ magazine. Maybe you don't read GQ, so maybe that's why you dress like you dress and I dress like I dress. I don't want to dress like you dress. Like I don't want you to dress like that. <laughs> I don't think I don't think you can pull it off. Everybody can't pull it off. Well, I'm cool. <laughs> hey, we ride back at you next week. More often than not, we're gonna have Raj Move in the house. And um and all that good stuff, man. So stay tuned, get y'all tickets for best hey, friend weekend weekend. If you're in an open relationship, hit us up, I wanna know. Hit low sub. Don't hit me up. I'm, I'm, I like that part of the, the podcast was like thirty seconds, and I've been off it. So send that to Lowe's. Direct it to him. Please direct that to, to, um, to Lowe's. He will answer your questions, man. <laughs>